Hi, this is Day for Night with Cutty That's It. A series that looks at the intersection between theater and poetry and the edgelands in the wilderness. Today, uh, dip into another play actually from the collection, The Hour of All Things and Other Plays that was published by Intellect Books. Uh, And it's a play called The Breath of Stars. Breath of Stars is a splintered, uh, atomized, fractured dream of a play that intersects with what I think are like avatar figures from Shakespeare's The Tempest. Um, so it's kind of like Ariel's dream, but Ariel kind of in today's world, very much in today's world, a foot in today's world and a foot in Shakespeare's world, uh, traveling through the world and meeting Caliban, who is now someone else, and these figures that are, they're kind of reanimated from the Tempest. Uh, the section that I'm going to read is actually a monologue by that is uh, Caliban's monologue it's one of Caliban's monologues Uh, and in the the play uh, they're referred to as the boy Caliban so that's the formal assignation for the play Uh, and there's a mix of languages as well in the piece um Uh, some Spanish and so forth. So here's uh, from The Breath of Stars. In el sur mas sur del sur, the desert was cold, red earth black with history. The boy Caliban stood against the light of the vanishing moon and swore he'd return to those who belonged to him even if he would have to walk for hundreds of years through fields of blue petals and diamond earth, hardened by labor. He held his hand up high toward the brilliant sky, a word caught in his throat, something like fire. He was forgetting words now, even the words of his own language, even the words he had made up once in order to get by in Rio, in Salta, in Greece, in, in. Consonants were escaping him. Vowels seemed like distant friends. He spoke in the language of whispers, grunts, nods, and gestures, and sometimes stillness would overtake him. The same kind of stillness that people said made him strange. In stillness, facing southeast, like that man out of that movie long, long ago, he would see everything, the entire world. In it, he would travel along bridges, highways, and canyons of generosity. The vendor would give him sweets and ask for nothing, In return, the woman would give him milk 
and hold him for eternity. The girl at the other edge of the desert would send him spools of silver that ignited the underbelly of the sand with songs of the ancient that lit his soul. Sometimes, in his travels, the boy stole things out of the corner of his eye when no one was looking. Objects that rested on altars made by others, gum wrappers, little plastic toys, sparkly things. He would carry them in his pocket for hours and use them to barter his way through the universe. In one city, the little plastic toy was worth food and shelter for exactly the length of one hour. In another village, the sparkly things granted him shade from the burning sun before he went back on his way. The boy was surprised at how he could move through the world with little more than ingenuity and a bit of savvy. He liked to think that when he were hunted down finally and made to suffer and thrash against the rocks along some beach in bits of flesh and guts and teeth, he could at least die with the grace of knowing he'd seen the world without making coin of it. He thought these things while staring at the remnants of the moon, hung in the bitter sky, no longer brilliant. He held himself close, as close as he could to the root of the desert floor, and prayed that all those who were leaving their homes in search of those they loved would find their way. He thought of all the children dying in the news, in the streets, in the villages, in the hoods, poisoned by their leaders, massacred by their neighbors and brothers by the hundreds, bombed, struck, shot, gassed, burnt beyond recognition. Sometimes he would see them, their eyes, faces, as if they were right here, in the lap of the desert, right here, in front of him. He would try to hold them all, trembling hands, earth shudder, ache, the word sound left his lips with an ache. He didn't much believe in prayer, but the sense of it, it's doing, yes, it made sense to him here, or little else did this land of catastrophe. And that's from The, uh, the Breath of Stars, published by Intellect in the book The Hour of All Things and Other Plays. Intellect Books, based in Bristol, England. The American U.S. Uh, distributor is the University of Chicago. And I'm going to uh, close out the episode today with just a selection from a play by uh, a reading, an excerpt, I should say, of a play called Butterfly by the Welsh writer Ian Rowlands. Uh, the play Butterfly is published by Parthian Books. It was published in 2006. Uh, and with the financial support of the Welsh Books Council. 
fascinating play, Butterfly, uh, about art and about commodification and about who owns stories and who owns images and an entanglement between an artist and a young man. Uh, and Ian is a terrific writer and I think uh, should be known more, to be honest. Uh, so here's a selection from, it's fairly late in the play. Uh, and the characters in the play are man, girl, and boy. This is the boy speaking. And at one point, I think the girl comes into this. So, But I'll start with the boy. Because I can see everything. I dream about it all the time. It haunts me. I can see you walk across the bridge, past the Samaritan sign that asks you to phone before you jump, but you don't. I'm hovering six feet above you like the fifth fucking province. I can see everything, but you don't see me. And I'm beside you as he helps you climb onto the rail. I can see him. People around you are stunned. It takes them a while to realize it's not a student prank or a cry for help, but then, by then, a little push. And it's too late. You're flying. A little butterfly, fragile in the wind, hundreds of feet above the Avon. Your wings iridescent in the summer sun. You fly through me, through my heart, down river. You follow the course of the Avon to the sea and aim for America. And as the sun dies, you drop down onto the golden swell to expire in the beauty of an ocean sunset. That's how I see it. Excerpt from Butterfly by Ian Rollins. Uh, that closes out today's episode. Uh, as always, this is about you and I here in this theater. You there in the dark and I here wondering who you are. If you like to support, please click the listener support button on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And more work. And hopefully, I think, maybe next week, uh, scratch night, as it were, uh, of really... Uh, raw material, but raw is in the sense of it being super brand new. Um, so stay close for that. Be well, stay safe, and again, this is day for night with Betty Dutch Fitch.